0: I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about six ways to stay positive when everyone else is negative. I wanted to bring this up because We are often in situations where the negativity around us is making us feel somewhat triggered, somewhat nervous. And I know it can sometimes be an uphill battle to keep your own positive attitude and your own positive self strong. And so let's see what we can do because there's negativity all around us. In the world where social media and reality TV dictate how we should all think and act, it's no wonder that negativity is at an all-time high. Unfortunately, it's easy to get caught up in the doom and gloom. When you immerse yourself in negativity over and over again, you can begin to feel drained and negative thoughts engulf your own mind. Luckily, you can consciously decide to reduce negativity by taking practical steps to immerse yourself in positivity each day. Now, this is not closing our eyes, sticking our head in the sand. Most of us are really on top of life here, and we are so on it that we actually are on the other side. We are over-caring, over-worrying, and over-concerned with everything that's going on. So sometimes we need to boost ourselves up with some positivity. So I have some strategies to help you stay in that frame of mind, especially when there's a lot of negativity around you. The first one is, I don't want you to take things too personally. It's easy to get wrapped up in what others think or say about you. But their opinion is just that. It's their opinion. They have every right to their opinion, and you have every right to not buy into it. If someone is hostile towards you, it's more of a reflection of them than you. So try not to take it to heart and let it bring you down. You can observe your thoughts and realize when you're taking things personally. Observing your thoughts or being the witness will help you catch yourself before getting too caught up in them. Stop and look at the situation objectively. Try to see both sides of the story and understand the other person's actions. You can challenge your beliefs. Is there another way of looking at the situation? Are your beliefs about yourself true? Run it through your filters. Let's see. Focus on yourself instead of worrying about what others think. Now, the second one I have for you is don't compare yourself to others. Comparison can destroy your mood. You may have started out the day all bright and shiny, and then you start putting yourself up against other people in your world, whether that be at work or on social media, who knows? You can notice that you have distinct talents and gifts. So comparing yourself to others is pointless. It's like comparing kiwis to oranges. They're both fruit, but they're entirely different. We are all unique. And we have certain standards out there in the world for beauty and athleticism and work, but Embrace your uniqueness and take advantage of your distinct traits and features. Focus on your journey and what you want to achieve. Remember, everyone is different. We all have different backgrounds, experiences, and definitely different stories. Just because someone seems to have it all together doesn't mean they aren't fighting a personal battle of their own. The third one I have for you is hang out with positive people. Surround yourself with people who are going in the same direction that you are, or that are at least working toward their own goals and direction, because that's the kind of thing they want to talk about. Negative people and the negative attitude can be really contagious. If you're around it too long, the negativity will seem to rub off. However, positivity is also contagious, so it's essential to spend time with people that will uplift your mood. I think this is part of why our Facebook group that we have with our membership is so important. Even for the people who only read, they don't post too much, they will tell me in a private email that they love reading how everyone is doing. And even when somebody is struggling with a problem, they are looking at it from what can they do and how can they do better, rather than complaining and moaning and only seeing the difficulty. It's really important to be with people who can help you uplift your mood. When you're around people like that, or like in our group, It can help you to feel more positive. It helps you to feel like you can do this too. So notice when you're around people, do they bring your mood up or do they bring your mood down? Find people with similar interests. If you have things in common, you'll have enjoyable conversations and experiences with them. And you can find new people to be with either online or at events or hobbies by Going and doing what you love, you will bump into people that are doing the same thing, volunteering, or spending time with meetup groups. Be open minded. Don't write someone off just because they seem different than you. Keep an open mind and embrace people's differences. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The fourth one I have is I want you to take care of your mental and physical health. This can help you to stay positive because when we aren't feeling well, our mood tends to go down also. And when you are not eating well, your mood is going to go down also. So we want to take care of all of it, our physical and mental health. Taking care of your physical and psychological health really can make a difference. If you're not taking care of yourself, staying positive can be hard. So ensure that you're eating right, getting enough sleep and exercising. And I want to have a caveat here in that you don't want to sleep too much. Too much sleep is a depressant. And you don't want to exercise. You have to find your own balance on the exercise. I can't call that for you. But too much exercise, overtraining, is a stress on the body and the mind. So pay attention to that also. And the foods we eat totally make a difference. You cannot be ingesting sugar, caffeine, artificial sweeteners, artificial colors, junk food, overly processed foods, and feel good. It isn't possible. Those foods will be robbing you of the nutrients in whole foods that you need for a strong mind and body. And if you're struggling with mental health issues, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like I said, I want you to get enough sleep, but not too much. People need generally between seven and nine hours of sleep. And it's going to depend, of course, on where you are in your life. Do you have small children or babies? What kind of health issues you're dealing with? But do go to bed. Go to bed at a good hour, which is by 10 o'clock. I'll discuss that in another episode. but. Right now, if you can be in bed by 10, it's awesome, and you will be feeling more refreshed. Even if you're only getting eight hours from going to bed at 10, is different than going to bed at 1 and getting eight hours. Very, very different. Like I said, I'll discuss that in another episode, but do get your sleep. Disconnect from your electronic screens at least an hour before bedtime. I know I beat this drum over and over again. But if you are not getting enough sleep and you are using screens at night, you want to check this. If you wake up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep, the things you have to check are, are you getting enough light early in the morning and are you turning your screens off early enough in the evening? Exercise regularly. Exercise releases endorphins, which can help boost your mood, keep you positive, and even a small amount of activity can make a big difference in your mental health. Try to get 30 minutes of exercise a day, and if you can't, try to get 15. Try walking, cycling, swimming, dancing, going to the gym. And again, watch for those of you type A personalities, watch out for overtraining. That is not good for our mind, our body, or our attitudes. The next one I have for you is to find your passion. When we are passionate about something, staying positive is so much easier. It's almost like we have a lifeline. So find something that you're passionate about and pour yourself into it. When you're passionate about something, you're more likely to be engaged in life and see the world positively. You'll have a sense of purpose, and having a sense of purpose is linked to happiness and well-being. And what could be more purposeful than immersing yourself in a passion? You'll be more resilient when you're passionate about something you're more likely to bounce back from setbacks. Think about it. I know you've had these experiences in your life. When you've had a setback, but you had something you were really interested in, something you were dying to get back to and dive into, you bounce back faster. Even when things are tough, you have a powerful reason then to keep going. This can get you through illness. It can get you through low moods. It can get you through being around negative people. Just have that passion fire burning inside of you. And the sixth one I have for you is to be grateful for the good things that you have in life. You know that I'm always coming up with another reason to talk about gratitude, but I really do believe that. Having gratitude will help you to stay positive. It will help you to keep your chin up. It's easy to take in the good things that are happening in our lives and let them slide by. We can take them for granted. But when we stop and think about our blessings, it's hard to stay negative. So we have to be aware and be grateful for the good things that we have. Take a moment each day to reflect on the good things in your life, no matter how small they may be. There is always something that we can be grateful for. And learning this practice will serve you as you have difficulties in life. If you have illness or accidents or traumas in your life, having the mind that easily goes to gratitudes will serve you. It will go there automatically. And how do we get there? How do we get the mind so that it goes automatically to gratitudes? By practicing. By starting either with your gratitude journal where you're writing three to five new things every day, or however it is that you would like to recount your gratitudes. It could be, like I have said in other episodes, having a gratitude time while you're making your bed. Think of gratitudes. Let that be the trigger of when you think of your gratitudes. Find ways to have gratitude be a go to, to be your default. It's even better. It's hard to stay negative when we're thinking about our blessings. Like I said, take a moment each day and reflect on the good things in your life no matter how small they may be. It will really help you to appreciate your life more. You'll be happier. Gratitude and happiness go hand in hand. Studies have shown that grateful people are 25% more content than those who don't practice gratitude. Gratitude also makes you more resilient. When you're grateful for the good things in your life, it's easier to bounce back from difficult times. And I have to tell you, as much as you might be feeling great right now, difficult times come. That's okay. We're human. We're on this planet. We're all here together, and we all have ups and downs. Speed bumps come in the road. Difficulties come and we can handle them. And the gratitude that we have learned to practice can make us more resilient. So if you find yourself surrounded by negativity, don't despair. There are plenty of things you can do to stay positive. Remember to take things slowly, be grateful for the good in your life, and seek positive and like-minded people. If you follow these ideas and keep an open mind, With a little effort, you'll be feeling better in no time. Having positive way of being in our lives is a way of telling our mind and body that all is well, that we're okay. And when we have those messages going on, our amygdala is not on high alert. And Our body is continuing to send those messages to the amygdala. All is well. All is well. We don't need to be on the lookout, scanning the horizon for difficulty. That's a ticket for a trip down the wormhole. I hope today's show was helpful, and I look forward to being back here with you in another couple of days. And now for today's quote. Instead of worrying about what you cannot control, focus your energy on what you can create. And that's from Roy Bennett. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.